Brisbane's better when you're listening to Stab, Abby and Matt. Visit Brisbane City Council's website to find out how council is making Brisbane better too. Stab, Abby and Matt. Brisbane wakes up with Stab, Abby and Matt on B105. G'day podcasters. Hello. Nice work downloading today's show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abby is away today. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully back tomorrow. See but how things go. We persevered. We struggled on in the face of adversity. We had a good mm. show. We had uh, Emma from Shepherd on because uh, something occurred last time she was in the studio that we felt we needed to address. That's right. Mm. Yes, yes. Uh, an injury. Mm-hmm. Um, which she told the internet about. We, we, we had to find out on the internet. That's true. Um, so Always um, the last to know. Always. Mm. Uh, all right. Jared Wallace is in here as well from the mm-hmm. Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Um, Battle of Brisbane. They're taking on the Broncos this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a bit of fun. Andrew Winter joined us. Uh, Stav got head butted. That'll all explain itself. <laughs> yep. Yeah, just another um, day at the office, really. And my wife got into a fight with my kid's teacher. Yeah. Oh, look, you guys are in for a wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> Let's roll the podcast. Stav, Abby, and Matt for breakfast. B105. Charged out here by Wallace. Who's away? Nobody in front of him. <laughs> nah, look, I'm a lover. I'm not a fighter. Jared Wallace uh, from the Dolphins is on with us this morning. Good morning, legend. Good morning. How are we? Mate, uh, we're excited. The big Mm. game, all of Brisbane will be eyes on Suncorp Stadium this weekend when you take on the Bronx. Oh, mate, it's very, very exciting. The hype around it already has been unreal. Like Suncorp Stadium selling out on a Monday morning or Monday afternoon. Like, come on, when does that ever happen? Yeah, true. Well, I think you've got people that, you know, there there was at the start of the conversation when we knew uh, the boys were starting this season, everyone was like, well, who are you going to go for? Are you going to go for the Broncos? Are you going to go for the Dolphins? But now I think people that weren't even interested are really interested in this game. You know, everyone's going to be watching it. Oh, I think it's just, it's, it's huge. It's going to be massive. You know, it's very exciting for the NRL. And I think this will be the, this could be the decider of who they actually start you know, barracking for. Will it be the Dolphins or will it be the Broncos? Who knows? Are you suggesting that Brisbane's the type of town that picks their team based on if they're winning or not? <laughs> oh, cannot confirm or deny that. <laughs> uh, look, I think that everyone in Brisbane uh, love football and they love winning. <laughs> so yeah. let, let's, let's make them decide, I think. Yeah. Well, we were talking about it this morning uh, and because you've had such a great start to the season. I mean, you, you could hold on to this because never, you've never lost a game, you know, in, in your entire career <laughs> yeah. as the Dolphins. Well, the Dolphins are undefeated. Yeah, undefeated. Uh, <clears throat> that must be a great feeling and it must be just such a great, because I don't think anyone expected this. You know, so it must oh, be a great feeling. That's exactly right. Everyone kind of wrote us off from, from November 1 when we started training. Um, everyone wrote us off and, and no one really thought we could do it. But, you know, we believed in ourselves. We knew we could do it. We trained just as hard as every other NRL team. We trained exactly like, um, you know, we would if we were, uh, you know, been in the, kind of in the NRL for 10, 15 years. So we knew we could do it. And we just had to come out and play our footy and, and kind of, shut the uh, the haters up and, and, and the critics and, and do what we did and uh, look it's been a fantastic start you couldn't have you could not have written a better script for Friday night against the you know, first game against the, the Broncos being the two Brisbane teams mm. at a packed house Suncorp Stadium mate like oh yeah. it, it's giving me goosebumps at 7 o'clock and I just got out of bed <laughs> <laughs> well it's going to have a, an origin vibe to it yeah. if it's packed out you know that's yep. what it's like there at Suncorp um, not great for you guys though um they say a fool represents himself, and there's a lot of talk about that with Kafusi at the judiciary. Um, he, they extended his, um, uh, I guess, his suspension. 
Yep. Why? Do you know why he decided to represent himself? No. <laughs> Look, I think as as uh, as smart and as uh, you know, as funny as Foose thinks he is, yeah. uh, thank God uh, we didn't send him down by himself because I reckon they may have extended it to 10 weeks rather than <laughs> right. Oh, so he did He did have someone with him, did he? Yeah, no, okay. they definitely did. Christian, right. Christian Wolf, our assistant coach, went down and they also okay. had a uh, legal team that went down with him. Too. Right. right. So the memes are wrong. The me- there's, yeah, all, all the memes are I was like, I just can't see Wayne Bennett going, yeah, mate, you're right, you go do your thing. Let me know how you go. Yeah, no, nah, just go go and wing it. I'm sure you'll get off. It'll be fine. Yeah. No, that's right up Wayne Daly. He, he hates... He hates structure and he hates process. You know, just go and wing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We did. Uh, we I uh, had the luxury of going to the launch, and he um, made one of his. It was like it was like seeing a, a lunar eclipse, Jared, because I watched uh, Wayne Bennett deliver a speech, and I never thought in my all my years on this planet that I would see that. But his his two rules for the team. Uh, I think it, it just what it's good with him is it just boils it down to simplicity. And what are his yeah. two rules for the players? Um, so the first one is uh, don't be late to training mm-hmm. because that means you are bigger than the team. You're putting yourself before the team. And, uh, he, yeah, that's that's his number one rule. Hates it. Uh, number two, um, stay out of jail. <laughs> but he did also let everyone know that that, can, um, that, can be, that rule can be broken if right. he needs you on the weekend. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that that one's flexible. I like that. That, yeah. that one is flexible. Yeah. Uh, and he has a third rule, which he only keeps between the boys. Do not high-five him, do not handshake him, and do not give him a cuddle. Right. Good which I know. break down the training every day because I like to get under his skin and, 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 and frustrate him a little bit. Why no handshakes He's or, or high-fives? guy. Because in his because in his head yeah. he will only handshake or give you a cuddle or something if he thinks you've you know deserved it, mm. not just because mm. you know you're giving out willy nilly. So mm. if you're getting a handshake or a high five from Wayne, you know, you know you've done you've something done right. Well. So what exactly. on, your, on your birthday if you go and go, hey, it's my birthday. How about a cuddle? Mate, Wayne couldn't even remember when his own birthday is, let alone one of the players. Gotti, he really is the anti-Ted Lasso, isn't he? Exactly. Well, he's had 105 birthdays. as if he's going to remember his next one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what we're going to do here, mate, is uh, we're going to hold a press conference uh, because there's going to be a lot of these uh, in the lead up to the game, after, <laughs> after the game. The game. Um, but you know what we're like on radio. We don't ask too many football questions. We ask other questions. Your job is to get yourself out of the questions we ask and somehow very cleanly weave it back to football. Oh, All right. Here we go. All right, Jared Wallace uh, up at the mic from the Dolphins. Uh, Jared, uh, Jared, word has it today that uh, there's possible uh, Donald Trump will be arrested. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on that? Yeah, I, I did uh, hear that. Obviously, uh, I can't confirm or deny what time he will be uh, arrested. Um but as we spoke before, we do need him on the weekend. So Wayne is flexible with um, being arrested or put in jail. Yeah. Um, so if we do need him on Saturday and he is arrested, uh, we'll make sure that we get him out and uh, he, he can go back in after the game. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, Jared, Matty Acton here, mate. Um, there is talk that some of the Broncos players, Pat Carrigan in particular uh, as well, has um, been rocking your roof and doing some knock and runs at your house in the middle of the yes. night to keep you up and keep you tired. Yep. Um, yes. What do you know about that? No, that wouldn't put it past uh, put it past Paddy. You know, he is a very simple person. Um, he, he's 
you know, he's a bit of a, you know, a drop kick, and he is only a young kid, so unfortunately, you know, he'll probably need to uh, knock and run on the weekend, otherwise if he gets caught, he might uh, be put in some, uh, you know, bad positions on the weekend, and he might, you know, might get a little bit injured, so he, uh, he better be careful knocking on my door, because I'll be ready and waiting for him. Uh, uh, Jared, uh, Stav Davidson, uh, Gardeners Monthly. Um, the, the talk about Netflix uh, not letting you share your passwords with uh, other people in your household. Uh, thoughts? Well, as soon as I, um, I actually live with Wayne, as he is my, old, uh, he is my dad, um, we don't need to share the password because he, you know we just watch it together after dinner time. Um, but you know, like I, I think you know Wayne, after being on a million dollars for you know eighty nine years, I think if he has to buy his own password, I think that should be okay with him. Um, Jared, there's also um, footage that has been released of all you boys in the dressing rooms together watching Married at First Sight. Yes. Um, we hear that it's a it's the beginning of every training session. You guys catch up on the last episode. Mm-hmm. Can you shed any light on that and what your favourite part of the show so far is? Yeah, I think just, you know, at the start of the, the show, you know, where they, they bring each other together and they, they, they start building that connection. It's like the, the start of the Dolphins. You know, you need to bring that cohesion so that you can, you know, get on the field and you can play together and you can um, kind of make sure that, you know, you're turning up for a mate. But when things start to fall apart, like Max does, you don't want to make sure, um, you know, that guy that keeps turning up and, you know, they don't start swinging punches at each other and, yeah. and fighting, you know, on the field amongst each other. you actually got to, you know, get through and, and get to the final ring. I, I do hear that um, Wayne bases a lot of his training sessions off the episode of Married at First Sight. So just wondering, yeah. um, when they do Intimacy Week, what kind of training do you boys do? <laughs> Yeah, what we do is we go down to PCYC at Redcliffe and it's, uh, we start doing a wrestle session. So we might make sure that we get our heads nice and tight. Uh, we get really, you know, hips in uh, and make sure that there's no uh, can, uh, disconnection in, in the wrestle or in the body so that when we're taking them down to ground, yeah. that we can really make sure that we can win that control of the ball and, and, and keep it, you know, to the, to the pace that we want to slow the game down to. He's good, well isn't done. it, mate? Well that's done, a, that's unbelievable. Well that's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Holy, my mind was running at 100 miles an hour. <laughs> you did great, mate. Good well job, uh, mate. It is going to be the biggest game of rugby league yes. for the year. Battle of Brisbane. Uh, best of luck on the weekend. No worries, guys. Thanks so much. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Have you done your parent-teacher interviews? I mean, yeah, have you I done, have done have, some. Have you done yeah. any this year? No, no. No, I haven't. We do a lot at our school, mm. and we've already done, uh, we had some yesterday mm. for Eden and Xander. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're always interesting um, to know which kid, like you always, uh, having two, I notice, you always have one who gets goes well and then one that's struggling. And like, they can sometimes switch between the two? Correct. Yeah, right. And they never just, like, you never go to them and you're just Everyone's... like, sweet, everyone's good, nah. high fives, let's get out of here. Yeah. Um, and Xander, our nine-year-old, is struggling a little this year because, you know, he's growing and you can tell he's at that age where the testosterone's starting to kick mm. up a bit. It's getting a bit silly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was funny because yesterday we get there to school and 3.45 was his parent-teacher interview. So we're like, let's go across the road and we'll grab you guys a snack while uh, we kill some time. Do you dress like for court? Uh, oh, yeah. Got, you always make yourself look... Mm. Like a bit more respectable bit, than yeah, you actually are. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so I was, you know, dr- dressed the best that I could be <laughs> without yeah. looking like I was in a suit. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and we're walking over to the shop, and he goes, 
Um, I just want to let you know I haven't been doing my homework um, and I'm behind on my homework and he starts like just giving us little bits of information (laughs) of stuff that that he hasn't done that's going to come up in the meeting. Rookie. Because it might not. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) He's just dropping little things in there like just to say, she might bring up this, she might bring up that. Start the fire. You know, know, and he's been, he has struggled a little bit this year with behaviour in class because he's with one of his mates that he got separated from for a couple of years and they've somehow back in the same class. So they've been being a little bit silly. And he said, and I also, I was really good today. It's like, what do you mean? He goes, "I, I tried my best to avoid my friend today. I was like, mate, she's not going to give you a good report because just today yeah. you were trying. Um, so, I mean, he's doing really well at school. He's a really smart kid, but he's just, you know, you know, carries on a little bit. But um, we're sitting there yesterday and we're doing the, the, the parent-teacher and she's going through and there's a little bit of negative feedback coming in. Mm. And I just like peek out of the side of my eyes and I just look at my wife. And you know mama bears, right? Mm-hmm. They want to jump to the defense. Oh, yes. Yeah. Never the kid's fault. Um, no, she's aware of what Santa's like. She's, a, no, she's no, aware she of it. At that time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, yes, she yes. knows it's yeah, fully yeah. is, but yeah, she's yeah. not going to let her say it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And you know, sometimes you can be like, and I'm not saying anything against teachers, but mm. sometimes you're like, well, you're bringing that up, but is that really that important? Mm. Like, is it just, you just find my kid annoying? And I could just see Esther getting red, and I could see her starting to... Like, I'm like, I need to jump in. Mm. And what do you think I did for the last eight and a half minutes? Talked nonstop <laughs> without a breath. <laughs> I was like, I just... don't, don't give any breath for either of them. Don't give either of them a chance to, yeah, filibuster, filibuster. <laughs> <laughs> I was like looking around, asking questions about painting. They're like, that's not your kid's painting. Oh, but it's good, isn't it's it? Really good. It's really it's good. Really good. You should... yeah. You know, because mm. in those instances, you just need time. Mm. Like you just need time to go away and process what's being said. And I could see Esther was starting to get upset and I was like, oh my God, last thing I need to do is be in the middle of an argument with the teacher and my wife. What are we going to do? We're going to get out of here. Um, so what's happening next term? What's happening the term after? What do you think year 12 will be like? Um, Where do you think you should go for schoolies? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, and it's just... It is so hard, those conversations, mm. aren't they? Oh, well, I mean, it's, it's, it takes you back to when your parents were doing it for you as well. It's a real, and you, you're all out of whack as well because you're sitting on a tiny little chair. <laughs> you know, yes. Your knees are up around your ears. You, 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 you had the dry mouth before you went in, so you went and bent down at a bubbler. <laughs> you know? Yes, yeah. of course, of course, of course. And I was just sitting there thinking to myself, I was at my eldest son's wedding on Sunday. And now I'm on this teeny tiny little chair in a parent-teacher interview. <laughs> that is, this... is surreal. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Same. Anyway, neither of us got detention. Great. Well, you've done well. Um, which is excellent. And don't you feel like when they tell you your kid's not doing their homework, that's your, that's your fault. Yeah. Like you're in trouble for that. Yes. Not them. No, because They're... you should be on them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But mm. how do you tell a teacher you don't believe in homework? Yeah, no, that's probably best to, that, that's when you let Esther talk. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Something going on in this house, Professor. 
Nice. So uh, I do take my movies very seriously, and uh, every night, every Friday night at my house is family movie night where we all sit down and we pick a flick to watch. And I've been educating Rory on fine cinema. Uh, she's seen all the Star Wars in the correct order. Uh, she's seen all the Indiana what, Jones. What do you mean? What is the so do you start right from the start? Well, the actually, prequels, that's, that or? is a funny one. Because, what do you do? Yeah, yeah. I mean. That is true. I did them like one, two, three, four, five, six. But there are people out there that would say, no, you've got to do three, nah. four, five, and go back. I'm with you. Reverse. It makes it easier. Mm. Prequels are confusing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and making sure that she's watching quality uh, movies that will stay with her for life. But she, um, I found one because she liked the um, handheld, uh, you know, found footage ones because uh, it looks like a YouTube clip. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we watched Cloverfield, which I thought was a little bit, she might have been a bit too young for it because it is scary. Mm-hmm. One of the um, actors does literally explode. Uh, but it didn't even phase her whatsoever. So I was like, okay, challenge accepted. No, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Your kid tells you they like spice. They go, oh, I can eat chili. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ne- next thing you're pouring shit the bed on their chicken nuggets going, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, but no, it's been surprising. I don't know what your kids are like. It's different um, from when we grew up because we didn't watch as much... I wouldn't say, not, not length of time, but as much content, I guess, mm. as they do. Uh, you know, And then also know all the behind-the-scenes tricks, because if you've seen them edit their own videos at home, yeah. it's amazing what they can do, yeah, you know? Yeah. And so when you show them a movie, even when we were terrified by it, they're like, oh, yeah, cool edit, you know? Or, oh, that was a terrible special effect yeah. when that guy's face melted, you know? You're like, oh, but that, well, I found that personally terrifying yeah. when I was your age, you know? Well, I think the difference is, as well... The diff- going to get a movie used to be different. You'd have to go to Blockbuster yeah. or Video Easy. Mm-hmm. And if you wanted the stuff that was M and above, mm. you had to have your parent there with you. That's true. So it was kind mm. of like if you got it, it was like you had something illegal. Mm-hmm. You know, you weren't meant to watch it, so you were set up different. That's true. Now you just jump on Netflix, bang. It's all there. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is true. And so I've continually tried to freak her out, and nothing has touched the sides. I think the closest... She lives with you, so maybe she's like... That's true. It's like a little break for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is a lovely movie. (laughs) So uh, we did um, Paranormal Activity, which I thought would have, because it terrified... You remember that when that came out and like you had the the, um, night vision camera on the crowd and everyone was losing it and I thought, well, here we go. This is going to get her. Not a blink. Not a blink. Have you tried Blair Witch? That's what I did last Friday. Nothing! Because we all believe that was real. Yeah. Blair yeah. Witch. Mm. I thought it was. Me and my friend, John O'Sullivan, mm. we cuddled that night. We watched it at a sleepover. <laughs> we were 15. He was like, I was like, no, nah, man, I'm not sleeping on the trundle. I want to get up in the bed with you. <laughs> it, was, it was scary. Because we, th- we thought it was real. Yes. We thought it was real. Well, even I didn't know it was real. Uh, so I didn't cuddle my best mate uh, all night. Um, but it still freaked me out. Yeah. Good, and, good and proper. Yeah. yeah. And But no, it didn't even, didn't even make it. She did. I mean, I got as close as I... Uh, possibly could. She covered her eyes yeah, okay. in a couple of spots. And then she did, I'll give her this, she did say, oh, okay, next movie night, can we um, watch a comedy? I was like, or oh, maybe I've just okay. made Maybe. Yeah, right. Maybe. But I, it's, just, it's so different because growing up, I can remember everyone had that movie that they've saw, they've probably seen too young, you mm. know, and it's just stuck with them and scarred them for life. I, I, I wasn't, this wasn't my parents' fault. They didn't know I was in the room, but Evil Dead was on. 
and, and I was um, behind the couch and I, I was watching a bit of that and mm. I saw a bit uh, which is uber violent and, and terrifying and like I can still remember that memory clear as day. Right, now, okay. You know? And I think everyone's, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street stuck with a lot of people for a long time because yeah. it gets you when you're asleep. There's nowhere you can go, you know. Do you have one apart from the Blair Witch? Where the no, none of them. No, sort of scare me. But my dad used to watch the X Files, and it always mm-hmm. came on at bedtime when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So I that theme song I found yeah. very scary. Yeah. And I don't know. My dad must have used it as a way to punish me for being annoying because I would tell dad it was scary. So every time I said that, it seemed to be the next episode was up louder, <laughs> just blaring down the <laughs> down the hallway. Oh, I, in the phone, you guys are you guys are a bit younger than this generation. Um, and thirteen ten sixty, what horror movie? scarred you for life. Oh, actually, it doesn't even have to be a horror movie. What movie scarred you for life? Which ones have scarred you guys out there? Um, there's one called 13 Ghosts. I think it has Kelly Rowland in it. <laughs> and Terrifying. There's a, there's, a, there's a scene where she takes a shower and a ghost comes out of the shower head. Mm. And now every time I have a shower, I have to look at the shower head to make sure there's no ghost coming out of it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, what horror movie or scene scarred you for life? Georgia from Springfield. Um, mine, I don't think it was a horror film, but the movie Coraline, that scared me as a child. Mm, buttons for eyes. Terrifying. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I how, think how, I had nightmares for weeks. <laughs> don't, don't they, is that the one where they make a choice to get their eyes turned into yeah, buttons? But like the, yeah, but the other mother was like really weird. She was like a weird spider looking thing and she stole the children's souls. Mm, right. A delightful yeah. rob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how and long looks, were you when you watched it? Um, I think I was like six. Mm. That's your issue. You started too old. You reckon? You really, you mm. got to get your preppy into this stuff if you truly want to. It's true. Well, well, you've, still, you've still got time. Because I'm, yeah. I'm actually, I said to Kat, like, I'm willing to do the night shift if she's up with nightmares. Like, I'm trying to yeah. get to this point, but it just won't won't even do it. Kim from Dacobin, horror movies, which one scarred you? Hi, guys. For me, it was uh, Children of the Corn. Uh, creepy kids are always that adds. Oh, an extra. Malachi! Mm-hmm. He's the leader, isn't he? He is. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't want to they're take doing you back. a remake. I was going to well. say I didn't want to take you back there, but they're doing a remake. So, see, I yeah. I haven't seen a lot of these movies, but what what happens in the movie in particular that scared you, Kim? Oh, uh, it's just mainly uh, the leader, Malachi. Mm. Uh, the one scene I remember is him in a cornfield and he's got all the kids around and just talking about you know what they're going to do with the um, parents mm. and and yeah it was just um yeah it was it was traumatizing definitely right so the kid the kids murder the adults mm. they? Oh, yeah right, okay. see I, th- I couldn't show rory that one to give her too many ideas she'd be a little malachi kim <laughs> <laughs> uh lonnie hi hello how you going good um what's the movie that scarred you uh, for me, it was Silence of the Lambs, the Hannibal Lecter movie. Ooh, how old were you when you watched that? Um, well, I, I shouldn't have been watching it. I think I was about eight or nine Whoa. and it was on and I did the same thing as Stan. I hid behind the couch. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, scarred me for life. Still haven't been able to watch the movie at no. all, to be honest. No. Oh, hang on. I'll write that one down for Friday, next Friday. <laughs> I ate his liver with some fava beans <laughs> and a nice Chianti. Oh, no. <laughs> I was going to say, don't do that oh, to Lonnie. Yeah. <laughs> Taking a right back. I, I, that wasn't me, Lonnie. That oh, was, I wasn't. You know, no, he doesn't control the Stab's buttons. got control over there, too. They always do that to me. Oh, 17 Maddie years. I don't know what it. any of those buttons do. Come on, man. Uh, Teresa. Yeah, I reckon this one, yeah. Teresa, got a few people. Yeah, and even adults at the time, yeah. I think. What's yours? Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Down pat. 
I can't watch it, even to this day, and I can watch any zombie movie. Mm. It, that, that one just gets me. I think I was 12. Mm. 12, too. See, that's the other thing as well. I think back in the day, you were able to watch these. Your parents were like, yeah, it's whack on a movie. You know, whereas... I was at a slumber party. <laughs> oh, my God. Always. <laughs> Always. And you know what? The worst thing is, is it... You'd watch that, and then you couldn't tell your parents yes. that that's what had scared you because then they never let you sleep over at that house again. That's true. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Did you end up cuddling your bestie like Maddie did? Uh, no, but we were side by side, and I'm like, I'm in the middle. Yeah. I'm in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Uh, we were scrolling through um, the socials yesterday, and I came across something that happened here, Maddie, in front of us, and we... We were unaware, completely oblivious. No, I didn't notice anything. Uh, and joining us to let us know what happened, and so we can apologise to her, is Emma from Shepherd. Morning, Emma. Morning. Yes, how dare you make my crown fall out of my teeth. <laughs> well, this is what you posted. Have you ever been in a radio interview and your crown has fallen out of your tooth? Because I have. Yeah, it happens to everyone. Um, so, yeah, well, it, just, it just fell out. Uh, yeah, I was chewing on a piece of gum and uh, decided to, my tooth decided to give up and lucky I didn't swallow it. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I was pretty lucky that I was chewing the gum, but it, uh, yeah, I felt it in my mouth and right at the start of the interview when you guys had started recording, I think. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I just suddenly spat it out because I <laughs> was kind of embarrassed by it, but uh yeah. See, we, we didn't notice. You did very well. It just looked like you took chewing gum out of your mouth. So I'm assuming the yeah. crown was stuck to the chewing gum. You took yeah. another another bite at it and you were like, there's something, something there. heavy oh, and hard in that wow. chewing gum. Yeah. And but, then I felt the gaping hole in my mouth uh, and was like, oh, this is not good. And but, then I, I don't know, I could, I could not even tell you what that interview was about. <laughs> <laughs> See, I did think you were a little bit quiet, but that wasn't unusual because George doesn't shut up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And does that hurt if you lose a crown? Does that ex- open the tooth up, like the nerves of the tooth open up and you, you, painful or? Um, no, I, I, it didn't hurt at all. So right. thank God. And then when I went to, I had to do, we had to do the performance afterwards as well. Oh yeah. So, oh yeah. <laughs> it's in our boardroom for the whole staff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I got onto the dentist straight away, and they fit me, uh, were able to fit me in, and I got it fixed within like ten minutes. Wow! Right? Is it? Yeah. Does things like that happen? You're on stage every other weekend. You know, yeah. there's surely there's st- stuff that's happened before. Like, have you knocked a tooth? Like, because you hear about a lot of people, people on the microphone. Microphones are really their, hard. Um, yeah. Front tooth mm. on a no, microphone. Nothing, um, nothing about. I, not, I haven't had a tooth incident on stage, mm. but definitely Wardrobe? other. Things. Yes, definitely wardrobe. I've had a jumpsuit, the, the zip up the front just split completely. Oh. Um, so I had to turn around and someone was trying to fix my um, jumpsuit on stage, which was fun. Mm. Um, and then, oh, yesterday, uh, sorry, last weekend we were performing in Mooney Valley and uh, just before we started playing out one of our songs, the guitarist said he was busting to go to the toilet <laughs> and could not wait. Mm. And so he just ran off stage. <laughs> <laughs> mid song, mid oh uh, yeah, mid song. He's like, you you don't really need me for this song, and just ran off. But no one else noticed but me. <laughs> uh, 
But I guess and if then, he's, oh, if he's got a wireless connection, surely he could just continue play to play in a t- cubicle somewhere. <laughs> How, what's yeah, the yeah. range on those things? <laughs> oh, I don't know if that would work. <laughs> yeah, right. Now, look, so the reason for our call is because this did happen in our office. Uh, you can take out a workers' compensation claim and B105 should, <laughs> I imagine, uh, um, pick up yeah, the tab. Yeah, uh, it was... $40 to fix, so... Oh, that's actually great. over our budget. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Is that it? 40 bucks for the dentist? Did you, you yeah, use your I mean, health insurance? Yes, yeah. Oh, that's some good health insurance. But when I... Because I was a bit stressed about the actual tooth, mm-hmm. um, but everything under was fine. It was just the crown. Mm. I grind my teeth a lot, so I think that's what happened. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Mm. All right. Yeah. Well, um, we're glad everything's okay. We're, we're sorry it happened on our watch. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. And Thanks for the call. Next time, bring it up in the interview, because that gives us something to talk about. Yeah, you got all you the know? lights. We could have well, used I that. <laughs> I was just in shock. I didn't know what to do. I should have brought it up, but I was also scared that I was going to be, um, well, on this call, roasted by stabs. Yeah, right. No. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and also, we would have said, open up, let us have a look, you know? Oh, no. We, we, wanted, to see, we wanted to see it all. Toothpicks, um, toothpicks will stop you grinding, Emma, if you're interested. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the interview, um, he didn't make it to air, but Stab's always got a toothpick in his mouth. And what did you say? Was he? You asked him if he was trying to be Joel Madden or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, good on you, Emma. Nice to chat. Yeah. Good. Uh, have a good day, guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Right, so something occurred during the evening. Uh, well, uh, while I was asleep, actually. And uh, it's one of those. It took me a while to work out what was going on because I was comfortably asleep. Uh, and my wife, God bless her, um, but she does sleep very soundly. I don't know. what's a, I don't even know what sort of sleeper you are. Are you a light sleeper, heavy sleeper? Uh, light. Light sleeper. I can get to sleep really, really quick. I hate you. But I can get woken up very easily. And then when you get woken up, can you go back to sleep as quick as you can? Or are, no. you, are you like up? No, up I'm, like a... I'm like, I'm done. Like I was, I was woke up at 20 past two this morning. Mm. And then, yeah, you're in here before I was. Yeah. 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 So. yeah actually, Kat's the same. She can go to sleep, drop of a hat, and she's out dead to the world. But if she yeah. wakes up, she's up. Gets yeah. up at six every, every day. Her body clock wakes her up. Um, and... We do have uh, different sleep patterns because we have different times. And I'm mm. sure you're the same. I go to bed about 8.30 because we've got to get up early and she comes to bed at 10.30. Uh, so I was just off in sleepy town, minding my own business, Matty. I mean, how can you? You can't cause drama if you're asleep, right? No, you, but when you're asleep, you can cause drama in their mind. That's true. Other people's minds when they're sleeping, but, dreaming of you. That's true. And I was kind of I was kind of vaguely aware in that kind of sense that um, Kat had come to bed. You know, you sort of just feel the presence mm-hmm. and, you, you know, and so... I knew she was there, and, and I, I rolled over, and then all of a sudden, my face is just, just slammed, slammed, and I'm from Glasgow, and we call it a Glasgow kiss, and that's when you get someone and you just headbutt them right on the bridge of their nose normally, mm. um, so that you break their nose, and that's what Kat did. She was asleep, but she's rolled over, and she has just headbutted me in her sleep. She got her forehead, nothing. I got the bridge. Like, like, you know that one where instant water filling up the eyes and like, uh, and also you're asleep. So you're like, what the hell just happened? So not like fully mounted, you grabbed you and headbutt, like <laughs> just rolled over and headbutt. Just or? rolled over, but it was like eye to eye and just, I don't know what she was, like she, like she was dreaming about soccer and she wanted to score the headbutting goal. Yeah. Right. And just crack, right? And then I'm like, uh, uh, and I look over and she's <laughs> back out to it. And even the, like uh, the next day, I was emailing. I was like, "How's your head?" And she says, "Fine. Why?" I like, completely unaware that it had happened. Didn't even. That's bizarre. Yeah, yeah. 
it really hurt. <laughs> I can imagine. Yes. And also, not that it hurt, add an extra 10 to 20% for just the complete shock. Well, you're not braced. No. That's the... Which might have helped you, actually. That's true. You know, they say in a, in a car accident, mm. sometimes you survive when you don't brace for it because your body you're just is limber. you goosey and... Yeah. So, so maybe you would have had a broken nose had you been maybe. ready for it. Maybe. Esther move around a lot when she's asleep? Um, no, she. I'm a snorer, so oh, you she'll, do get kicked she'll anyway. kick me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But she's aggressive when she kicks, so I, I think sometimes maybe she gets the other things that have been annoying her out at the same time yeah. when, she, when she kicks. <laughs> so there's a little bit more yeah, stank yeah, in there. Yeah, 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 <laughs> she that, runs from the other side of the room. Right. And does yeah. it. <laughs> um, but no, she doesn't She doesn't move a lot in her sleep, mm. and I've never been head-butted in my sleep before. Well, I can tell you I don't recommend it. Um, I know one of my uh, one of my friend's uh, partners, ex-partners, no, but she uh, he would actually. It was almost like he was playing AFL. He would kick and and throw arms and stuff, completely asleep. But yeah. you had to be. It got to the point where they had to sleep in separate beds because he was just like, I'm, you know, yeah. See, I do that thing where I feel like I'm I'm tripping oh, in yeah. my um yeah in my sleep. Do you get that? Where you just sort yeah. of jerk? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, but never kicked anyone. My children kick. Mm. I don't know how, if my children ever climb into our bed with us, somehow their heel ends up yep. in my testicles. Yep. 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 That is true. Yep. Boss. It's a, uh, it's a homing beacon. Completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so what do you want to know here? 13, 10, 60, you want some bedroom injuries? Yes, but not the kind that you think, though. Ones that have occurred. What has your partner done to you in their sleep? Keep it clean. <laughs> Know, you think that's out <laughs> What? That that happens. What non-sexual thing? No, you don't need to point it out. <laughs> well, just, I, I paused for effect, okay, my friend. Right, I'm sorry. <laughs> Sherry and Ipswich, what's your partner done? Hello. Well, my partner actually didn't do it. I did it to myself, which is probably a lot worse. Oh, yeah. What did you do to yourself? So, so my um, daughter had finally convinced me to watch the series Stranger Things with her. Mm-hmm. So we sat up late one night, mother-daughter time, watching Stranger Things. And I went to bed that night, fast asleep, and I dreamt that a demigorgon had attached itself to my face. As you do. Yes. So, and I was just dreaming that it was attached to my face and I couldn't breathe and all of the Stranger Things characters are screaming in the background of my dream. I woke up the next morning and I had nail scratch marks all down both sides of my face and underneath my nose. Oh, wow. Yes. So... I sort of looked at them like, what, what has happened? And then I remembered, well, hang on a minute. I had a demigorgon attached to my face last night, and I was panicking trying to get it off. Wow. So, yes, and I had to explain to my daughter what had happened, and she was like, well, Mum, do you want to watch Stranger Things again tonight? And I was like, I don't know. It depends what sort of monster's going to pop out. Yeah, and it sounds like a made-up thing, too. People are like, that's so ridiculous. You, did you oh, get in you a scrag just, fight? You, what actually <laughs> happened? You know? Yes, and I was, it was like, and I had to go to work, and then, People were looking at me, and I thought, oh, don't worry, it was just a demigorgon attached to my face. So, <laughs> uh, I would just like to point out, I think that's the first time in a good long decade I've heard the term scrag fight. So, <laughs> thanks for that. Um, Annette from Jimboomba, you're, uh, you've just moved in with your boyfriend. Something happened? Oh, uh, no, this is about 10, 15 years ago. Oh, right. Probably more like 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. So just moved in with him. We were in a queen-size bed. He was so used to a single, he rolled over and whack, punched me in the eye. Oh. <laughs> so I woke up screaming. He woke up, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What did I do? Yeah, right. Oh, God. So did, was he, <laughs> did, did you say he was dreaming? Or... I I, don't, I think he was just rolling over, flung his arms around and mm. 
got me straight in the eye. Oh. <laughs> Didn't realise you were there. Yeah, there not used go. to it. No. Mm. Uh, good on you, Ned. Hi. Thanks for calling. 13 10 is our number. Tiffany in Deception Bay. Your dad's a sleep hey. talker. Yes, you can have a full conversation with him and he won't even know he had it. So creepy, isn't it? Yes. This is going back Christmas like 15 to 20 years ago. I was mm. about eight years old. Me and my cousin were um, painting our fingernails, having a little pamper session and having a conversation with my dad out in the back patio as he fell asleep on the chair. <laughs> and um, so we asked him if he wanted us to paint his toenails and he said yes. So we painted his toenails all different colours. Um, then he had to be woken up to go for a, a trip down to the shops and being Christmas time, you've got to wear your thong. Yeah. yeah. So he wasn't quite happy that he had rainbow <laughs> shoes walking around the shop with thongs on. Jeez, you could really mess with him. You told me to shave off your eyebrows, Dad. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alrighty then. The state will self-destruct in five seconds. The force is with you, young Skywalker. Woo! Good afternoon, good evening and good night. Yeah, time to play my movie game. I love my movies. I actually caught uh, John Wick 4 last night at the cinemas. Fantastic. I got us. The last hour is just bonkers. Bonkers. Brilliant. It is three hours long. Does that mean we could come two hours into the movie and just no. enjoy the last hour? No, you need the setup. Right. The okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, so two people go head to head here. Uh, Stav has to describe the movie without using any of the words in the title. Mm. Whoever gets the most out of the two players will win an event cinema's family pass. Mm-hmm. Take the whole family to see John Wick. And I uh, believe they're all chick flicks today as yes. a special. Yeah, they're chick all chick flicks. Flick all right. themed. Okay. Josie, hi. Hi. Uh, you're up against Rhiannon in Forest Lake. Hey, Rhiannon. Hey, how you doing? Good. All right, Josie, you are Good. first. We're going to put 30 seconds on the clock. As many names, as many movies as you can name in that 30 seconds, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. <clears throat> uh, she's a lawyer, but she's... Uh, no, no, that's a different one. She's... Oh, ah, I'll pass that. Uh, she's a soccer player, but she pretends to be a boy so she can make the team. She's the man. That's the one. Uh, they sing a cappello and... Uh, pitch perfect. That's the one. Uh, don't put baby in the corner. I carried a, okay, Dirty Dancing. Uh, she's been a bridesmaid this many times, and that's how many dresses she's worn. 27 that's dresses. That's all one. Uh, the set and greets, it's sung with ABBA songs. Meryl Streep. Mamma Mia. Yes. Uh, Drew Barrett. Oh. How did you not know that first one? I couldn't. I, I went straight to, I couldn't get Legally Blonde out of my head. It was clueless. Jo- Josie, I would I would have uh. said my doctor said I can't have balls flying at my face. Of course. There goes your social life. <laughs> yeah. Ah, okay. Four, yep. though. So that's good. Awesome. Okay. All right. Stay Tracy. there. Stay there. Okay. Uh, Rhiannon, you ready? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. They're cheerleaders and they uh, the, the battle against other cheerleaders and it gets brought. Uh, okay. Uh, it's the person that stands next to, oh, sorry. It was, uh, bring it on. Person that stands next to the bride at a wedding. Her friends. Uh, bridesmaid. That's the one. Uh, Sandra Bullock's undercover in a beauty pageant. Um, identity thief? Uh, miscongeniality. Uh, yeah, Heath Ledger and he dances on the steps of the stadium, sings a song. It's, mm. uh, flicks are hard, man. <laughs> oh, wow, that was so quick. <laughs> uh, uh, last one was 10 things I hate about you. Yeah, Ooh, good on yes. you, Josie. You've won it. Woo. Woohoo. Thank you. You're there welcome. we go. Those tickets all yours. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks tomorrow. Uh, it'll be the 23rd of March. Here are three answers to win $10,000. Swordfish, Skyfall, 
and Sailor Moon. Righto. See you tomorrow, guys. Have a great one. Bye. Brisbane wakes up with Stav, Abby and Matt on B105. Your day was made better by Stav, Abby and Matt. Now search dog parks to find out how Brisbane City Council is making Brisbane better too.